Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to my podcast, Tapped In. This is episode six and I've got a special, special guest. I know I always say this, but today, trust me, I've got a springbok in the in the building. Rowan Pina, thank you for joining me, brother. Good to, good to chat to you guys and yeah, thanks for, for inviting me. It's a pleasure, man. We're going to get right into it. We're going to be talking about rugby and everything about rugby and getting to know you a little bit better. I'm going to need you to tell me a little bit more about yourself. Where were you born and um, how did you get into rugby? Yeah, so I was born in Bloemfontein um, in back in 1984. Um, so it's yeah, quite a long time ago. Yeah, but um, yeah, always uh, always um, enjoyed rugby. My dad uh, first I was born put a rugby ball underneath my arm. So I guess that's probably where the love started for yeah. for the game. And yeah, my dad played a bit as well. So I think um, well, rugby's always been in the family. And um, yeah. yeah, but I, I always believe you've got to love what you do and. For some reason, I also fell in love with the game since I was a small boy, and uh, yeah, a couple of years later, we're still going strong. So um, yes, sir. Yeah, it's been good fun. Still going strong, and um, let's talk a little bit more about your rugby history. Like, tell me about all the teams that you've played for, and um, you can end with coming to the Cheetahs. Yeah, yeah. So I, uh, like I said, grew up in Bluefontein, went to Fijar Primary School. Mm-hmm. Um, which was great. Mornay Stein also was in the, the same school as wow. me, so we've been friends for a very long time. That's awesome. Yeah, afterwards, I had the privilege to go to great college here in Bloemfontein and um, was, uh, you know, lucky enough to go through all the junior structures, free state, Grand Week on the 15, yeah. on the 16, uh, Grand Como. Como I don't know if it was called that back then. I think so, yeah. Um, Craven Week uh, on the free state, on the 18s. Um, and then, yeah, I played the bit of free state on a 20s rugby. Also played for Shimla's year at the University of the Free State. And, nice. Um, no, then we had, a, I think that was probably the first go at something similar to Varsity Cup. We had, they called it uh, the Super Bowl. Okay. Um, what was that? Which we was played that at Tux. Yeah, it was, it was similar like a Varsity Cup, but it was oh, played okay. over a week. So mm-hmm. we had three games in, in a week. And we wow. we managed to to um, to win the tournament. And I was announced as the player of the tournament. Yeah. So That's the huge. week after, Kevin Putt from the Sharks phoned me and yeah. um, asked if I would be interested in going to the Sharks. And mm-hmm. being close to the family and, uh, you know, really... Um, probably a mama's boy grew, grew yeah. up like that um, which was a tough decision but mm. decided to head to, Dur- uh, to Durban in 2004 yeah had uh, six wonderful years with the Sharks and that probably kick-started my career you know getting the opportunity to play Curry Cup and yeah. Super Rugby um, you know really helped me to establish myself on a se- on, on the senior level yeah um, so yeah that was phenomenal um, and then yeah head, head abroad went to to Ulster in Northern Ireland um, yeah. in Belfast so I had seven wonderful years playing for that I really enjoyed my time there it's wonderful people over there had a quick stint in France which, which wasn't as enjoyable I think that's quite a challenge with the with, with the, the language, language and yeah. the cultures and stuff mm-hmm. and uh yeah, then uh, the opportunity came up to come back to South Africa to the Cheetahs, and um, yeah, so yeah, I'm, I'm really grateful to be yeah. to be playing for the team I grew up uh, supporting, and uh, yeah. yeah, it's been really enjoyable so far. That's awesome to hear, man. What I love about you is that you are such a humble guy, and everything that you mentioned there, you didn't even include the Springboks. You are a legend, bro. I grew up looking up to you and watching you play and um, I want us to talk a little bit about your Springbok experience. How was it and what did you enjoy the most playing for your country? Um, yeah, I think if you ask anyone that's that's a, 
it's a childhood dream to play for your country. Doesn't matter what sport you play, if it's soccer or netball or cricket, whatever it is. I think everyone would love the opportunity to one day play for for your country, and it was the same for me. Yeah. Um, and with my dad, uh, you know, having played for the box, you know, that was something that was always on my mind. Mm. If I was good enough to do it or not, I never knew. But my dad said, if you worked hard enough at something and you get an opportunity, you've got to take it with both hands. And yeah. I think that's something that I've always tried to, to do uh, throughout my career. So, um, yeah, it was wonderful to make my debut back in 2006 against the All Blacks, which was, uh, yeah. you know, a massive challenge. I came off the bench and yeah. um, I remember my first touch, Daniel Carter. Uh, I went on at fullback and Daniel Carter put up a spiral bomb. So yeah. a normal bomb under pressure is hard enough, but yeah. He decided to put up a spiral bomb and Did you take out it? of the corner of my eye I saw Ma Anonu chasing oh, this ball and um, yeah, managed to take it and avoid being smashed by Ma Anonu got the pass away so that was my first introduction into That's Test crazy. Rugby but um, yeah I had a wonderful time um, yeah. obviously was blessed to play in a in an era where we you know won a Tri-Nations was part of the World Cup 2007 Yeah, you know a part of the British and Irish Lions tour that came in 2009 so there's a lot of highlights but yeah. um, I think your debut will always be special because it's something you've worked hard for for so long and um, yeah. yeah so yeah, I'm really th- honoured that is very true and um, I know you have some kids do you think there's any pressure on them to play for the box as well because I mean the legacy has to continue well we'll see um, I'm not going to put pressure I think uh for myself, I played cricket, hockey, tennis. Yeah. I tried everything at school, but for some reason, I always enjoyed rugby. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I wouldn't like to put pressure on my kids to to do this to do rugby. My dad never did it. He sort yeah. of steered me in a direction and supported me, mm-hmm. no matter what I decided to do. So, so yeah. I grew up not being pressured into something. It's just for some reason worked out that way that I managed to, you know, to do it as a profession. But um, yeah. yeah, it would be nice to see my boy run out and play a bit of rugby but yeah. um, I won't put any pressure on them I like the way you're going about it before we move to the next question I just want to give the viewers a fun fact the day that I made my Curry Cup debut was actually the day that you made your debut for the Cheetahs as well eh? that's, for me that's actually a big moment because just like you said you always remember your your debut game and I remember we lost that game against the Lions I think two points and could have gone anyway, but um, for me it was very special because that's the day that you made your debut for the Cheetahs as well. And that's one of the reasons why I had to have you on my podcast <laughs> as well. For players, if they want to be professionals in this game, what do they have to do to be a professional and what do they have to do to stay a professional? Because we've seen a lot of guys um, on their path to being a professional that didn't make it or they made mistakes. What do you think that you have to do? Yeah, I think that's a pretty easy uh question to me and I think there's no escape from you know just working hard yeah and you've got to put the time in and make a few sacrifices so I think that's what my dad taught me is just hard work will always you know beat anyone else there's a lot of players that might have been a bit um, better more talented than what I am and the same for other players I guess but if you're willing to put in the time and the effort and sacrifice a few things if the boys go out for a night you know, and have mm-hmm. a few beers. You know, there's sometimes nice where you have to stay yeah. at home, and you know you've got to be committed. You've got to really put it all into to what you want to want to achieve. So, um, so I think I can vividly remember the words my dad said when the sharks approached me. He said, "Listen, this is uh, 
a step in the right direction, but it's what you make of this opportunity now. If you're just going to go and think it's going to happen for you, it's not going to happen. You've got to work hard. And um, I think even at my age now, I always try to be one of the fitter guys and you know yeah. try and give the youngsters a go. So um, I think and that's do. probably a bit of personal pride as well. I yeah. think you've got to be willing to work hard. And I think... It's probably a cliche, but it's very yeah. true for me. No, it is. I think you give us a go every time in the gym. <laughs> the way you train just makes me wonder if you really are the age that you are. I mean, you remind me of LeBron James. I mean, he's at that age and he's still going strong. And I mean, we're going back into rugby now. Uh, looks like we're going to have some tournaments coming. Uh, do you have any goals set for the Curry Cup that's coming or whatever tournament we might get to play? Look, I think everyone's just excited to get going now. I don't think we know what to expect. I think all of yeah. us haven't played for a long time. Although I know that we've been training quite hard the last few weeks and yeah. I think we should be prepared pretty well. But um, yeah, I think it's just excitement at the moment. I think um, most importantly as a team, I think we'd like to perform well and be yeah. competitive. And hopefully if it's a Curry Cup that we play, that we'll be up there at the end of the tournament to defend the title. I think that's important for, for us as players. Mm -hmm. um, but then again, also for the region, I, I think yeah. we want to make everyone proud of the way we play. And I think people in Bloomin in the Free State just love their rugby. So, um, yeah. yeah, I think personally, obviously, you want to try and play as well as you can and perform well. And in doing that, you want to help the team to perform well. So sure. I think um, everyone's really exciting to, to get going again, hopefully soon. And yeah. Um, yeah, hopefully we can play well as well. No, that's well said. And lastly, but not least, uh, do you have any advice for some upcoming rugby players that look up to you and guys that are just struggling and might just need some advice? Yeah, I think it's important to, I think, you know, to have a book at home and write down goals. Mm -hmm. I think take it step by step, year for year, and set small goals. It doesn't have to to be massive but um, I think that's something that's worked for me in the past so yeah. um, and if you don't reach those goals because you're never going to reach all of them it's okay and it's fine and you just continue to work hard and I think always believe in your abilities like I said yeah. if you're willing to put in the time and willing to put in the effort somewhere it will pay off so um, so yeah I think again that word work hard is is always uh, something that's stuck at the back, in the back of my head and um, yeah so I think especially in these difficult times, I don't think guys need yeah. to be discouraged or what. There's still yeah. a lot to be thankful for and a lot to to be grateful for. So um, I think the time will come when, when everything will hopefully go back to normal and yeah. we can go back to normal life and yeah, continue um, you know, to work hard, whatever it is we do. No, I love it. Thank you, brother. And uh, before we wrap this up, if you weren't playing rugby, do you know what you'd be doing? That is an extremely difficult question. <laughs> no, um, yeah, I'm I'm grateful that um, that I've been you know, given the opportunity to do to do what I love. That's a very I would love to say. Listen, I would I wish I had a nice voice and I could see <laughs> a little bit. Or, yeah, I'm clever enough to be a doctor. I would love to give you an answer like that. But I'm really doing what I've always wanted to do, and I'm very grateful that um, that I can do that. So. Um, yeah, but maybe to have a nice voice would have been nice. <laughs> We're my, not all blessed. That anyway. would have been very good. But anyway, <laughs> no, no, yeah. um, no, I'm happy with with uh, yeah the road that that I've been taking, and um, yeah, yeah, so no regret. 
No, I agree with you, brother. And uh, that's the end of our podcast show. And I just want to thank you once again for coming on to the podcast. You are a legend and hopefully the viewers can enjoy this, man. Thanks. Good to chat to you guys. Pleasure, bro. Thanks, Zach. And that's a wrap.